What's going on guys, this is Just Another Critic, back with another episode, a bit overdue, but let's get right to it. Today we're going to be talking about the most disappointing teams of the 2018 season, Um, and without further ado, let's jump right in. Now, after looking at a few different factors, the AP polls and stuff like that, I selected seven teams. Now, I'm sure there's a few more that I could have added, but these seven stood out to me based on their programs, um, you know, based on some of the recruits they bring in and based on their season uh, prior to the 2018 season, how they finished in 2017, their expectations coming into 2018. Um, First team I have on my list is Wisconsin. AP poll preseason ranked number four. Finished eight and five. Now... Obviously, a lot of people thought they were overrated when they were given that ranking at the number four position. The reason they were given that number four position is because the type of defense that they brought to the table in 2017. I don't know what the AP poll or the voters were thinking um, and in putting them at number four because they had lost just about almost every starter on that defensive side of the ball from the 2017 season. I believe it was eight starters had been lost. So coming into the 2018 season, not only did they have to bring in new guys to fill those roles, but those guys that were supposed to fill those roles actually got hurt, which in turn they had to bring in freshmen and sophomores, true freshmen. Um, And offensively, they had still been one-dimensional with a quarterback who was never throwing the ball consistently on a week-to-week basis because at Wisconsin, it's very, um, you know, they're basically lean strongly towards the run game, especially when having a Heisman Trophy candidate like Jonathan Taylor. Um, I do think they do have the potential to, you know, eventually work into the college football playoff if they can get a better quarterback and be more dynamic offensively defensively they're headed in the right direction um and we'll go over where they finished at the end of the season as far as rank goes but they finished eight and five on the season um so you know starting off rank number four at the beginning ending the season eight and five and you know you guys can guess where they ended up as far as the top 25 goes, but I'm going to touch on that at the end of this episode. Next team I wanted to talk about is Auburn. AP poll, preseason ranked number nine. uh, Finished the season eight and five. High expectations coming into the season, but at the same time, knowing that they're competing in the same division as Alabama, um... A lot of people just really don't give them a chance because Alabama, obviously the powerhouse of the SEC. Um, Even so, though, with the talent that they have on both sides of the ball, Jared Stidham just had a, you know, very mediocre season. Um, Didn't didn't really play up to the expectations of, you know, not only the fans, but um, as as well as probably the the scouts that that had their eye on him. Um, Defensively, they had some talent. Um, but I'm not too sure where it went wrong because Auburn, um, statistically, they've got they've got the guys, they've got the talent, they've got the athletes. Um, but I'm I'm just not too sure what went wrong this year. I know at, at moments in the season they did have some injuries, um, but you know, being that type of school where you're expected to have these elite players, 
um, and it's kind of a next man up mentality. I'm not sure um, how you finish eight and five. I could see you know possibly ten and three, um, you know eleven and two, but eight and five, that's a bit rough. Um, they did lose to Tennessee, which was kind of surprising as well. But Auburn, um, you know, I, I don't know what to say, man. They're just they're just a disappointment. And like I said, I'm gonna touch on how they how they ended up, you know, coming out as far as the rankings go when we get to the end of this episode. Um, but moving along, the third team I wanted to touch on is Miami, the U. You know, the 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 big boys, the Hurricanes. Um, their AP poll preseason ranked number eight. <clears throat> finished the season seven and six. Um, here's the thing. I, th- I think they're a great program. But even so, last year, I didn't think they were a college football playoff team when at one point they were ranked in the top four and then eventually went on to get, you know, beat up by Wisconsin in Florida. I believe it was in their home stadium. So, and they got beat up again by Wisconsin this year, finishing their season seven and six. Kind of the kind of along the same lines as Auburn. Um, you know, Miami has has brought in consistent top twenty five, top fifteen, top ten recruiting classes with lots of talent. There's obviously a lot of talent in the state of Florida um, that you know either goes to Miami or goes out of state. But they do they do get a handful of the guys that are in state that are very talented. <clears throat> I'm just not too sure. You know what's going on because you go seven and six a year before I believe they ended 10 and three and with the expectations coming into this season uh I'm not sure what happened expectations on both sides of the ball you know a lot of people expected their defense to step up and be one of the better defenses in the nation and offensively Rozier um if that's how you pronounce his name he just became a an interception prone quarterback and uh, it seemed like coach Richt really never had a QB one. He was still trying to figure that out as the season was going along. Um, so I think it's just some internal issues, talents there. Um, hopefully they figure it out so we can, we can see a better, um, you know, a better season from them coming into next season, uh, next year. Um, Fourth team I wanted to talk about is Stanford, number 13. Now, they didn't end this season um, necessarily terrible. I mean, they finished 9-4, and four, but a lot of you know analysts and critics expected them to um, at least win their division and then you know compete for the Pac-12. Um, me, coming into the season, I didn't really see either of those happening just because... Uh, their offense depends so solely on Bryce Love and and the run game and the running attack and basically his 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 speed and he does so much for them. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, they lean on him so much. You know he catches a lot of passes out of the backfield. Um, they drop a lot of plays to get the ball into his hands. But coming into the season, I just got the feeling that he was going to be really injury prone because last season he he he, he could. You know, when he did get hurt, he was still coming back probably 80% um, and re-aggravating the injury. Um, and and it's, it's tough. Um, he's a smaller frame guy, 
very talented when healthy, but I just I just didn't see him coming back the same. And because of the workload that they have to give to him in order to execute their game plan, he's going to be so overloaded that he's bound to get hurt again. That's kind of the mentality that I came into this season with when looking at Stanford. So I never really saw them, you know, becoming one of the the great teams of 2018. Um, but I do think, you know, if that guy can get healthy, I believe he's, uh, I could be wrong, but I think he's, um, I can't, I can't remember if he's a junior or senior or if he's going to the draft. But if he can get healthy, what I'm trying to say is if he can get healthy, he's going to do great whether he goes goes back to college or, or if he goes to the draft. Um, moving along, staying in the Pac-12, I have uh, USC. Now AP poll preseason number 15, which, you know, isn't, isn't too bad. Um, it's pretty good, uh, especially with the expectations for USC. They they ended the season this season, 2018, five and seven. Now, USC, so many question marks, so many question marks. Yes, they've had some coaching changes over the years, um, but really, just look at how much five stars they get on a year to year basis. Um, but at the same time, almost every year, it's kind of a, they're having a hard time retaining those players. If you look at, you know, these the off seasons, um, they're continuing to get players who are transferring out or are looking to transfer out or are looking at other options. The talent is there. I'm just not sure what, what's going on. Kind of the same with Miami. Like... I'm not sure why they're not able to put together. Obviously, this year is a little different because they had a, a lot of young players on both sides of the ball. Obviously, JT Daniels leading the offense, him and uh, Amin Ross St. Brown. Um, so offensively, they weren't really clicking as well as they could be. Um, and they've got a lot of growth um, that that we've yet to see from them. So obviously, they're kind of playing the long game, getting JT Daniels in there to get some get some snaps and, and I guess they they didn't really have an option I guess he was the best guy they had um, so they played him and they you know ended up five and seven but it's still just to me it's just it's just baffling how USC continues to bring in all this talent yet hasn't really competed for the Pac-12 conference in you know in a few years um, even when they had Sam Darnold, I didn't think they were, they were, you know, extremely elite or great. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just baffled by USC and how they, how they're kind of continuing to disappoint. Um, and I have a few friends who are big time USC fans who go to a bunch of their games and they're asking the same questions and they're hoping for the best coming into the new season because of the because of the elite talent that they're bringing in. They get all excited and then when the season comes it's like what the hell happened? Why why can't we coach these guys up? Why can't we develop these guys into the five stars that they are? So, moving along, we've got Michigan State as my sixth pick. Um, AP poll ranked number 11th preseason, um, ended the season seven and six the prior season. I believe they went 10 and three, 11 and two. 
um, and had a great season. And coming into this year, they had multiple returning starters on both sides of the ball. I believe they had the most returning starters out of any team in the nation on both sides of the ball. So offense and defense combined. Um, and then they went 7-6. and six. So it's just really weird at Michigan State. <laughs> they have they have a great season and then they have a mediocre season then it's like a pretty good season um i do think they've got a great coach coach d'antonio um but they just haven't really found um uh, a way to stay consistent and and continue to win on a year-to-year basis i mean it is a tough division that they play in you know they're seeing ohio state michigan penn state every year so that's a possible likely three losses um and then when they do end up playing Wisconsin those are four tough teams that they've got to play in the Big 10 conference itself so um it's not easy it's a battle it's a battle in the Big 10 um just like the SEC but Michigan State um high expectations definitely one of the, one of the more disappointing teams of 2018 just based on the expectations and based on the amount of returning starters that um they had brought back and then the last team that I have on this list is Florida State, the freaking Seminoles. Preseason poll, number 19. Finished the season 5-7. and seven. Now, my goodness, 5-7. and seven. They've, they've also, you know, gone through a lot of out, outside of, off the field, I guess, issues as well. Um... You know, coaching change, coach left without notice, Jimbo Fisher, that is. And then you got DeAndre Francois, who got hurt at the beginning of last year, um, came back this year. I know it just didn't look the same. New coach, new system, um, and they're just trying to get everybody, you know, in sync and, and playing together and, and trying to rebuild the chemistry with not only your teammates but as well as the coaches in the new system so um fsu man they're one of my favorite teams i don't know i just like their jerseys and and their mascot growing up um and i'm hope they can figure this out because they're another one of those teams that gets a lot of the talent and brings a lot of talent in but because of the recent struggles that they've been going through i have seen a few uh players that um, were not only committed there, but also were already um, enrolled there that have entered the transfer portal and also a few that are, you know, that are commits that are looking at looking at decommitting to, you know, eventually move towards a possible other destination. Now, of all these teams that I just covered, Wisconsin, Auburn, Miami, Stanford, USC, Michigan State, Florida State, Guess how many of them finished in the top 25, the final AP poll top 25? Guess how many of them finished inside the top 25? Zero. None of them. Absolutely none of them finished in the top 25. So, I mean, with these teams, um, obviously some of these some of these teams that I mentioned don't exactly get the greatest recruits, don't bring in the big names. Um but they had expectations um, 
and not everyone's going to meet expectations. Obviously, the critics and analysts and the AP poll is wrong at times. It's just based on our opinions. Um, but yeah, based based on based on the, some of the factors that I looked at, these are the most disappointing teams of 2018 for me. If you have a different opinion, I'd love to hear it. Hit me up on Twitter. Um, obviously, my handle is at just another critic. But with that being said, guys, that's all for today. I appreciate you guys listening as always. Um, yeah, and I appreciate the support as of lately. My my listens have been going up like crazy. Um, and if you know anyone else that, that loves to listen to college football podcasts and would be interested in listening to the type of topics that I cover, feel free to give uh, these episodes a share. And as, as I continue to say, thank you for your support. Uh, thank you for listening. And this is just another critic signing off. You guys have a great day. Peace.